Perik Dalid Mishnah Ches Shisha Devarim Asu Anch Yericho. The people of Yericho, Jericho, a city in Israel, they would do six things, and the sages disagreed with all six. But nonetheless, Al Shloshim Yichem Biyadam, they only protested against three of them. V'Al Shlosh Lom Yichem Biyadam, but three of them they did not protest. V'Elu Hain Shlom Yichem Biyadam. These are the three that they did not protest. Number one, Markivin the Kolam Kol Hayom. We know that in Erev Pesach, after Chatzos, everyone agrees in Aldu Malachi and Aldu work. So, but the people in Jericho, they would go ahead and Markivin the Kolam, they would go ahead and they would graft date palms the whole day, even after Chatzos. What does it mean they would graft date palms? They would insert the branches from female from male date palms into female palms because only the male palms are the ones that produced produce fruit, but not the females ones. But this way, by by grafting them, the female palms would would be productive. And the reason why the people in Jericho did this was because they felt that just like on Chalamoid, we were more stringent. It's permissible to do work when it's to avoid a Dava Avad, it's to avoid a loss. It's something which is going to be a loss if you don't do it. So certainly in Arab Pesach, we were more lenient. And therefore over here, they felt this is considered a Dava Avad because you have to graft a tree at the right time. And otherwise, it will result in a loss. But the sages felt that this, this is not a situation that we can consider a financial loss. But they didn't want to protest because there still is some basis for what the people did. Number two, v'charchen is Shema. They would go ahead and they would link the first two verses of Shema, meaning they would recite Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad, and then they would go straight to the Yahavtah. They would leave out Baruch Shem Kvod Machus Ed, which the sages uh, instituted. Now, the reason why they didn't protest was because even if a person does not say Baruch Shem, he still fulfills his mitzvah of reciting the Shema. Number three, We know that grain is prohibited to eat because it's called Chadash, new grain. The new grain is prohibited to eat until the Omer offering, the barley offering is offered on the second day of Pesach. And when that offering is brought, then all the old grain becomes permissible. Now, what happened was like this. What happened was, was that in Yericho, they would go ahead and they, would, they wouldn't they would eat the grain, but they would stack the grain before the Omer offering was brought. And the sages had prohibited that. The sages prohibited one from harvesting and stacking the grains on the field before the offering was brought, because we were afraid that maybe someone accidentally would eat from them. But the people in Jericho would still stack them, so the reason why the sages did not protest was because it's it's not too common that a person would make such a mistake. So therefore, they didn't protest it. Protest it. Those three things they did not protest. Now the These are the three things that the people of Jericho did that the Chazal, the sages, did protest. Number one, matirin gamzios shall hegdish. We know that something which is sanctified belongs to the temple. One is not hegdish. One is not allowed to benefit from. Otherwise called me'ila, which is a biblical prohibition. Now, the people in Jericho, what they would do is, is they would take, let's say you have a tree that became sanctified. And now there was more growth to that tree. So they would benefit from the extra growth from that tree. That's the first shot of the Rav. The Rav brings a second explanation that, um, that they wouldn't eat from... Let's say that they wouldn't take they wouldn't take branches off of a tree that was sanctified. However, if branches grew after the sanctification, then those new branches they would take. 
So the sages would protest this. Why? Because even if it were not being considered a biblical prohibition of Me'ila to do this, it would certainly be a rabbinical prohibition. So either way, it's prohibited. So they did protest this. Number two, they would go ahead and eat fruit that fell underneath a tree that they saw that was underneath the tree on Shabbos. Now we know that fruits that fall from a tree on Shabbos are muksi, not allowed to eat them. But the reason why they permitted it was because maybe it came before Shabbos. Maybe it fell under the tree before Shabbos began. But the sages prohibited that. Why? And they and they, and they even um, they even went ahead with mocha. They protested because maybe the fruits fell on Shabbos. Therefore, you're not allowed to go ahead and take from those fruits. And number three, the nosnim peyel ayorik. The nosnim peyel ayorik means that when you know that one of the obligations when a person harvests his field in Israel is he has to leave peyah. It's like a chicken peyah. Peyah is that when he harvests the field, he has to leave over either the edge or part of the field for the poor people. Now, peyah does not apply to vegetables. And what they would do is, v'nosnim peyah yorek. they would leave vegetables for peyah, for the poor people. So what's the problem? The problem is that the law is that anything that's payer and the poor people take, there's no obligation to take mice from it. You don't have to take off the tithes. You don't have to tithe from those, from those, from those produce that was left for as payer for the poor people. But if vegetable in halacha is not considered payer and the poor person takes it because these people in Jericho left it for the poor people, they're going to eat it without taking off miser. While in reality, it's not pay, and therefore there still is an obligation to take off miser. And therefore, the sages protested these three things.